0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host, Steve Reagan. Today, we're being joined by Troy Gill from App River, and we're going to talk a little bit about phishing attacks and uh, a little something called conversation hijacking. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Troy, how are you? Thanks for joining me.
1: I'm well. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, obviously, App River sees all kinds of email-based attacks every day, every hour of the day, all week long, all month long, all year, et cetera. My thing is, is uh, I, was, I was taking a look at your 2017 report, and something stood out to me. It was the, uh, the conversation hijacking attacks, really clever stuff. Uh, real quickly, give us a breakdown of what CHA attacks are like and uh, how they work.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, CHAs um, is essentially a subset of an account takeover attack, which um, there there are many different flavors of. Um, In in this situation, what we're seeing is a uh, massive utilization of compromised uh, email accounts to Mm -hmm. launch attacks from. Uh, I would imagine most of those have been gathered through uh, data breaches as well as prior phishing campaigns. Uh, where they're duping users into disclosing their username and password. Uh, Generally, it's under the guise of, to see this document I sent you, you need to put in your password, username and password, and then they've got you, right? So a lot of those accounts are Office 365 accounts, not all of them, of course. Um, So once they have gained access to your account, um, they're going in and they're kind of taking a survey of the landscape, if you will, seeing what you got going on, and then setting up some uh, some rules and whatnot to first disguise the activity that they're about to perpetrate against you. So uh, the next step is to go in and, and the conversation hijacking is basically a play on them going in opening up a previous email conversation that you've been having, uh, with someone that you in in all likelihood know very well work with on a regular basis. Uh, and we're just having a back and forth with, uh, and they simply follow up that conversation with a reply back to that person who is their actual target. Um, with a very generic kind of, uh, Hey, by the way, I need you to check out this document. Um, and the documents they're, they're, pretty much exclusively using, uh, word documents with embedded macros. Um, we have some seen some that have some, uh, RTF exploits being leveraged as well. Um, so they send that reply back. Um, the person on the other end, uh, we do, a, I'd like to say we do a fantastic job of blocking those, but, uh, the person on the other end, uh, one thing that makes it so evident to me that this is a, A a very good tactic on the part of the attacker is, uh, well, one, they're sending malware attacks from a well-known, very trusted resource. Uh, And two, uh, anecdotally, we get a lot of calls uh, from our customers who have noticed uh, these messages being held in their malware quarantines. Uh, We have a, a system here where we will notify you with an email if something gets held from a contact of yours, someone that you converse with regularly. Uh, we do that as a, you know, productivity. We don't want, you know, if we do have a false positive, we want you to know about it. Um, so they'll get alerted to that, or they'll notice it in their uh, just their held spam reports that they get overnight, uh, and they'll contact us and say, "I can't release this message," and and that's because we don't allow the end user to release malware. Um, so they're forced to contact really admin. smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think very necessary in a lot of cases. Um, so they'll contact their administrator, which will re- he'll reach out to us. And, um, they've already sort of made an assumption that, you know, I was just talking with this person. Of course, they sent me this email. Um, and, and then we inform them, of course, that, uh, you know, that that person's account has been taken over and, uh, the the attachment actually does uh, contain a link to some pretty nasty malware. Typically, what we see uh, being delivered with these attacks um, for the last two months, it's been almost exclusively the uh, Gozi banking trojan, uh, which is pretty complex, as you yeah. probably know. Um, so it's it's a it's a very organized process, and and in in some regards, very effective genius social engineering of course
0: oh yeah so when it comes to to like the 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 attacks you said they're using word documents with macros and and maybe even a couple rtf exploits but are they really just kind of targeting low-hanging fruit at this point because i mean the like word documents with macros that's like awareness 101 that you've seen drilled into people on a regular basis so is it kind of like the Nigerian four one nine scams? are going after the people who they know absolutely are going to fall for this, and they don't care if the the others spot them from a mile away.
1: Well, prob I mean, I don't know that they know who their intended recipient is, but they know who their their bread and butter is, if, okay. so to speak. So, um, of course, they are. You know, to the end user, they don't know. Most of them don't even know what a macro is. So. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of organizations have and I always recommend to ban them completely and if you need to make uh, exceptions where people In your organization and it's usually a small group of people need to get them legitimately Poke those small holes. Yeah, uh, in your filter don't don't open the floodgates and then and, and then hope for the best, but um so I think they're targeting people who are uh anyone willing to click, right? And once they've got a foothold in your organization, you know, they'll, they'll move laterally throughout. Um, it, actually, the Gozi Banking Trojan has evolved quite a bit over the years. So really, uh, in, in the most clear sense of its, it's theory, but uh, to get into a, a, your organization, they just need to get one of these people to click. Uh, Gozi incorporated a long time ago the Eternal Blue exploit. Mm-hmm. So, so it's got worming capabilities, it's got a lot of evasion built into it, um, even to the point where it can uh, trick biometric detection by emulating uh, cadence of keystrokes that a user normally uses and, and mouse clicks and that sort of thing. So um, I think really it, it's always been in this arena just a very much a numbers game. If, if I hit you know x number of people, I know I'm going to get you know a small percentage, but you know that's enough to 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 fuel the fire to oh, keep yeah. it going. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Especially if it, if it equates out to enough to just cover the base cost of the kit, then after that one person or two people, that's it it's profit at, at that point. Doesn't exactly. matter if you low numbers or not. So, moving off of the 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 trend report, here lately what are you seeing uh in the out in the wild fishing wise and in email threat wise? What's standing out to you?
1: Um <clears throat> I think that the the all-encompassing term of BEC has been embraced uh, quite a bit. Um, There's a lot of evidence uh, from what we see that there are uh, multiple skill layers capitalizing on this Mm -hmm. uh, trend. So you'll see um, campaigns ongoing that are extremely uh, organized, extremely detailed. They're doing a tremendous amount of recon. They might even be using... a, a a, a compromised account to gather intel, just to build rapport and to build uh, and to build in that pretext of information for the ultimate attack that's coming down the road. Um, and, and from what I've gathered, pub- what's publicly available, and, and and also jives with what I see, um, I think the average attack is netting like $130,000 or something like that per attack. It's not bad. And if- yeah, it's not bad for a few days sending some emails back and forth, yeah. right? Um, you know, and they gather the 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 data they need to uh, legitimize their attack, generally on um, sites like LinkedIn, right? So they know who in the organization handles what. They got names of the people in finance. Yep. Executive names are always extremely easy to find. Um, so, you know, there's certain flavors where they're posing as the executive of that very same organization and they're going after, uh, you know, uh, someone to send a wire transfer for, you know, whatever reason an acquisition and overdue invoice. Uh, And then there's also a lot of cases where they are um, posing as a vendor of that, that does business with that company and, and um, basically duping them into paying an invoice to, a new bank account because they recently changed their account uh, information and and they're they're doing these large wire transfers. So as all these attacks go, they usually um, include a lot of urgency in the transaction or you know. Our CEO is really upset that this payment hasn't gone through yet. Yet yeah. we need it, so there's always that element of urgency. And then people get intimidated by uh, higher up the chain you go, and and they're always very willing to help. Of course, they'll, they'll prey on that aspect of human nature as well. So that all comes together. Um, and we've also seen a a good deal of uh, what I can imagine is quite kind of lower level. Attackers that are capitalizing on these same techniques Um, Kind of a ramp up in that in the past Say month or month or so um, these Seem to be uh, uh, Less organized Uh, they're going for smaller amounts. Uh, It was last week. It was iTunes They were really trying to dupe users into and again posing as an executive at that company and trying to dupe users into uh, getting some some iTunes gift cards that they wanted to really wanted to send to a great client, and just expose those pens on the back and show send me the pictures, <laughs> and, and I'll get it all I'll get it all taken care of when I get back to the office. Uh, and then uh, just this week uh, they kind of shifted to um, uh, wire uh, money transfer service called uh, Ria. I guess that's how Re- you pronounce it, Re- which, which I I, yeah, I have really never heard, heard of. That. It. What is that? Uh, it's just a kind of like a Western Union kind of thing. Uh, I think they operate them out of uh, certain uh, retail stores where you can go in and just do a kiosk or a desk and, and do a transfer to a, huh. a a family member or someone know, a supplier who knows what they're doing, but um, Yeah, so th- and they're kind of going for smaller amounts in these cases um, so everybody's kind of piggybacking on the what they have seen being su- successful in the attack arena.
0: Hmm. I'm just, I'm just wondering if like the smaller amounts keeps them hidden. Like that's, that's the whole point where they, uh, they, they it, just stay under the radar that way.
1: Huh? Yeah. I mean, it certainly would, uh, decrease the likelihood that they would have any real, uh, law enforcement attention going after them when there's, you know, other perpetrators that are walking away with, you know, I, I, I know of a fact, uh, companies get taken over a million dollars yeah. in some of these attacks. So um, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that.
0: So I guess now that we're, we're about halfway through the year and we're, we're moving into the, the second half of 2018, is there anything in particular that you think organizations need to keep an eye out for heading into the the final push for this? I mean, we've got all kinds of news items that are, that are going to be noteworthy coming up there to, make easy lures, you know, midterm elections, things like this. You've got, uh, sporting events going around right now with the world cup. And I mean, is there anything you're, you're starting to see a slow creep on that people should keep an eye out for? Or is it just business as usual right now for the criminals online?
1: Um, <clears throat> I'd say yes and no. You mentioned current events. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's always on their radar to exploit. Uh, so, um, Certainly someone who's got their hands in something like that would be a larger target. Uh, The overall theme here that we're seeing is more personalization, more directed attacks. They know more about their target. Um, So uh, happenings in the world and and all of that can also be integrated into those to give them uh, more effectiveness. So I think that's something to be on the lookout for. uh, back to the BECs, there really should be a widespread effort for organizations that are not already doing this to just put in place very simple uh, two-factor authentication process on any sort of wire transfer activity. Um, uh, that would go a long way into yeah. to stopping a lot of this. Uh, a simple text message to that person, that that's just the way it goes if you yeah. want to. You want to request that you get a text. You confirm, or a phone uh, call, we, or a straight face-to-face uh, meeting. Yep. Walk down phone the call. hall. Phone call, phone call, even better. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and and you know, if if you are, really anyone in the org- organization, this is an old tip, but don't don't advertise on Facebook that you're out of the office. Yeah. No. Uh, but, because now they're more they're paying attention more than ever, and they're going to utilize that and, and and use it against you. So.
0: Oh, yeah, Not to mention, the fact, the uh, the elusive out-of-office responses. You know, if you blast an email company you just collect who's out-of-office, now you know who you're targeting or spoofing.
1: So, right. Absolutely.
0: So, Troy, thanks a lot for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. And uh, hopefully – I don't know what I did in my job, man, but I'm telling you what, it hurts. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to catch up. You're, you're going to be out in Las Vegas this year? and we going to get to see you out at Black Hat and DEF CON?
1: Yep, I'll be out there. Excellent. <laughs> so maybe you I'll and I should
0: – uh, Let's do another roadshow with the, uh, the spam, spam Arena. We'll talk about some stuff out there. But thanks again for joining me. I do appreciate it. And if you'd like to see more about BEC attacks or any other type of email crime that you could easily detect and prevent, check us out online at CSOonline.com. And again, my name's Steve Reagan. This has been Salted Hash. I'll see you next week.